Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Now back to Softy and Dick on your home for the Washington Huskies and the Seattle Kraken. Sports Radio 950 KJR. And welcome back, Sports Radio 950 KJR. Dick Fane with you. It's Softy and Dick. Without the soft one, Hugh Millen will be back momentarily, but it's time to turn our focus a little bit to this uh, this crazy news in the golf world, the comments of Phil Mickelson that are, are making national headlines, not even just sports headlines. I mean, there was a 10-minute article on the Today Show this morning about uh, the comments that Phil Mickelson made uh, about the Saudi Arabia tour. And joining us right now, longtime host uh, Jeff Shackelford, dot com a national sports or national golf writer for the quadrilateral jeff shackle for joining us how you doing jeff i'm doing great dick this is uh really kind of out of left field uh the these comments i mean everything <laughs> you know phil is a guy that uh, we celebrated last year heck just two weeks ago uh, my son was getting phil's autograph down in palm springs at the uh at the mm. tournament down there and uh you know he was as uh and he was as nice and as engaging as as could be with uh with my son and and here we are here he is uh making national headlines and not for the right we- reasons and uh maybe just kind of give Give us the backstory for those that are just kind of on the cursory of the golf world and kind of only pay attention to the four majors. Tell us uh, about this Saudi tour and how it's kind of developed over the last two or three months. Well, yeah, it kind of goes back actually um, about two years ago. I actually broke a story about a group that uh, had a new vision for, for golf and they were funded by a lot of different people. And one of them was the, the public investment fund of Saudi Arabia. So, um, they had a concept. It kind of it kind of died when the uh, Khashoggi murder took place, and then the Saudis uh, loved the idea so much they uh, they took it. They enlisted uh, Greg Norman. They took all the the, the elements, and essentially, it's just kind of a uh, more of a team concept through the course of the year. It's got uh, tentacles in Formula One, and um, you know, really, ultimately, it's money people who are attracted to the idea of creating franchises. And then, obviously, there's some older golfers that would love a, an advance to uh, to join this thing and give it some legitimacy. And so when Greg Norman came on, uh, things started to speed up, and they've hired some very talented people in the, in the world of sports business. And, um, you know, it just really accelerated the last uh, last few weeks when all the players went over and played a tournament there, and uh, it's become kind of a, well, what, what are you going to do? Are you going to play uh, on that tour that hasn't really announced the schedule yet? But they have, they have done some clever things to make it uh, legitimate in some ways to get ranking points, which are real important still for the majors. So that was kind of how it developed. And, uh, and then Phil Mickelson just gave two uh, interviews, one in Saudi Arabia and one he gave a while back that just went, public and you know it just shocked people because he um i don't think they realized how angry he, he is at the pga tour where he's he's made a lot a lot of money and um some and the tone was shocking and uh look there's there's issues with the business side that aren't very interesting probably to most of us but to the players it's a big deal and 
this situation has allowed them to uh, kind of not open the books, but suddenly they're finding all sorts of money down there in Florida. And uh, <laughs> so it's been good for the players, but Phil has kept up a pretty hostile tone. And, uh, and these two interviews really uh, just did a lot of damage to his, to his reputation because of, I, I, I think the, uh, the tone and, and kind of the shock for people that, um, that, that cashing in is this important to him after, after making probably, uh, many, many hundreds of millions of dollars over the years. And let's talk about those comments in a moment. But first, you mentioned the the anger that, that obviously Phil has towards the tour. I, where, what's the genesis of that? Well, uh, that's a great question. Uh, we all have our theories. My Mine is that Phil spends a lot of time with uh, uh, heavy hitters, hedge fund, uh, venture capital types. And and like I said uh, before, there there is a view that with the combination of gambling and NFTs uh, and then this, this notion of, of franchises that there's a lot of money to be made in pro golf and that the current model of the PGA tour, which is a, a um, I, I try not to laugh when I say it, but a nonprofit five Oh one C three. And they do do a lot of great work for charity, but it's really the individual tournaments that do that work and uh and raise incredible amounts of money and do great stuff for their communities um and the tour kind of gets most of the 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 credit and so that model's just kind of viewed as outdated by i think you know sort of your new money types who who see what's going on in pro sports with the value of franchises and the idea that golf could have and and the other component in this i should say is that the Ryder cup has become such a big event and it's a team event and it it shows people, wait a second, maybe there's another way to, to play golf that, that stroke play every week isn't, isn't the, uh, the greatest thing. It still works for the majors, but it gets a little tedious. And so I just think that, that really he hangs out with uh, uh, money guys, new money world types who don't really get some of the values and traditions that uh, made Arnold Palmer and Jack Nicklaus uh, kind of the iconic people that they are and and uh and so they're saying hey hey you could you could be doing better and and that may be true but it kind of for a lot of fans i think they're not aware of this little this little world that goes on out there so so to hear this kind of talk and the kind of the relentlessness of it i think uh it's it's pretty ugly for for the sport right now and it's it's not ideal Phil Mickelson's uh, comments uh, for people that that haven't read them. Uh, you know, the money comment is the quote: "They're scary mfers to get involved with." We know they killed Jamal Khashoggi, who was a uh, Washington Post reporter. Uh, they have a horrible record on human rights. They execute people over there for being gay. Knowing all this, why would I even consider it? Because it's a once in a lifetime opportunity to reshape how the PGA Tour operates. So uh, I guess that. The callousness, right? I mean, the callousness of those comments, the flippant nature of those comments is what's really bothering everybody, correct? Yeah, I'd say so. Those were made in, in October to Alan Shipnuck, who's, who's doing a book that's coming out soon on, on Phil. And, and Alan released those comments last week uh, because Phil had actually done an interview that they really started this uh, kind of mess back when he was over in Saudi Arabia at the end of January. And he said, obviously, he didn't mention those things about <laughs> this Saudi Arabia, but he, he mentioned a lot of the same topics. And they, again, to those of us following the sport, we're kind of aware that this has all been going on. And, and, and like I said, there was another group that I, I broke a story on about that kind of was the beginning of this. But 
it just kind of, for a lot of people, that came out of nowhere. And then to hear that, well, you know, he kind of went into this really just using uh, people who I, I wouldn't use myself. <laughs> uh, they can be uh, pretty ruthless and awful. And uh, so it was just this kind of weird one-two punch of um, – of, of real uh, antipathy towards everything that's going on in, in the PGA Tour that uh, for somebody who is kind of the modern-day Arnold Palmer, it, it really uh, it came as a shock, and, and I don't think his apology uh, made things better. National golf writer Jeff Shackelford joining us, uh, writes for the Quadrilateral, jeffshackelford.com. And, and when we ask about Phil's legacy, Jeff, it's kind of twofold, right? It's It's how does this hurt his legacy in the eyes of the public and then how does it hurt his legacy in the actual eyes of golf and the PGA tour? How would you tackle those two questions? Yeah, the, the public, I, I think it's too soon to say, but there's no question that a lot of people were not aware uh, that, that he was just this determined to, uh, to, to make more money. And, um, and, and again, some of his complaints are, are legitimate. Some of his complaints have uh, unearthed, some some money that you you do wonder why the it wasn't going back to the players, um, so I think that part kind of is still remains uh, to be seen. But it but it doesn't look good. I mean, when you have sponsors starting to to kind of go in hiding. The more interesting one and and an immediate one that I can speak to, which is uh, to your question about the fellow players. I mean, he he's been penciled in for the Ryder Cup for 2025 for a long time. It's very hard to see right now um, that happening. You just feel like the players, just some of the public comments made by Rory McIlroy and others, uh, it's, it's not that Rory McIlroy will be playing for him on a Ryder Cup team, but you sure. just sense that he's lost um, his peers that way. Uh, you know, he's a defending champion of the PGA Championship, and uh, right now it's, it's even hard to see him doing doing a press conference without it being a spectacle and um, I, I and again he's at the tail end of his career for sure but you know uh, he just won the PGA championship and uh, I, I wrote today you know one of the things we love about golf is that the that that in our sport more than any other sport the the great ones age gracefully we, we uh, you know and right until the very end they have that beautiful golf swing and their stories are great and and you know the sport is one you can play a little bit later in life and uh phil is somebody who is physically in great shape and you saw the chance i mean sam sneed went into his 60s contending in tour events and and it's not out of the question if the desire was there for phil you know now you just wonder you know golf is a sport where you need to be comfortable you need to be in a good frame of mind and and for right now I don't see how he's comfortable around his peers at a tournament, just um, involved with the PGA tour, the whole, the whole gamut. It's just a, it's just a very tough situation. And so it sounds like he's going to kind of disappear for a little while. And that's probably the best thing for him. No question about it. Thanks Jeff. Hey, we really appreciate it. My pleasure. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.